Welcome back, everybody. We're out of the weight room, back on the tips, live from Austin Country Club. Not really. But we got everybody back in the studio tonight. Evan Ferrar, how are we doing? Good, man. What a what a great week of March Madness, both in basketball and in golf. Yeah, absolutely. But sadly, the madness might be coming to the end soon. Uh, Fultz, how are we doing tonight? Fantastic, sir. Um, you know, just happy to be here. Love talking about golf, so I'm excited. Awesome. That's what we got plenty of in store for you. Um, let's get right into it. A little birdies and bogeys. Um, my birdie and bogey is basically the same thing this week. Uh, well, how creative. <laughs> it, it, it was a tough week for me to try and come up with something, but my birdie is basically every match from the WGC Matt Dell match play. Absolutely. Just a fantastic yeah. event. Sad, you know, championship, maybe not so much. I wrote this before then. Um, but definitely Saturday, Saturday was absolutely wild. Just some upsets, some large swinging matches. And my bogey is moving forward. Um, there's no match play in the near future besides president's cup and Ryder cup. And I just hate to see that it's such a fun event. It's something different versus stroke play every week. Um, and I just, I just hope somebody steps up and carries that torch. 100%. 100%. Like, that was – you kind of stole my bogey, but I had to back, back up one on deck because that's – it's just heartbreaking. Like, that was, that is so much – that tournament is so much freaking fun. Look at all the unbelievable matches we got to see, the matchups. Um, to not have a match play event – like, you could like you, know, you could make a designated or elevated match play event. It would be awesome. Um, I really hope PJ Tour gets their shit together and realizes this is what the people want. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shout out. They were going through the history of it. And maybe another little birdie, Victor Dubisan versus Jason Day. If anybody has – I've watched that video of Victor Dubisan's, like, uh, saves from Cactus on back-to-back holes so many times. It's one of the most incredible things. Jason Day was just standing there laughing just <laughs> a- after each one. It was, it's one of the most incredible feats of golf. I haven't seen that. I need to check that out. Oh, it's – Yeah, not, I haven't seen that either. His, his saves, his up and downs from being in literal cacti is <laughs> inc- absolutely incredible. All right. That sounds and, like, a, uh, like a wonderful birdie play. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, Farrar, how about – so I, I guess I stole your bogey, but how about, how about the birdie? Yeah. Um, so, again, awesome week. I wanted to highlight the runner-up finisher, Cam Young. Um, God, did he play some freaking awesome golf uh, this week. The dude – Every time he comes on camera, Ben made this comment when we were earlier today that, like, all the announcers are like, "Oh my God, this guy, this kid has so much game," and it's it's so true. Like the dude, it's swing is unreal. He's got so much game, so much potential. Um, mm-hmm. A little bummed he didn't get it done, but Sam Burns is a hell of a uh, player too. But there's a a stat from from him this week is over call it because they only played they only played 13 holes today, so over call it 90 holes of golf that he played this week. I'm sorry, hang on, 113, sorry, 113 holes of golf that he played this week. He made uh, 43 birdies, four bogeys, and one eagle for a grand total of minus uh, 41 under. Jesus. Holy cow. And I think they said he made made 39% of his holes were were under par. Yeah, I mean. So, I mean, obviously that's the number you want to do them, but golf he, he shot 27 on the front nine in the mm-hmm. his first match of the, the week all threes didn't make a single four um you know 
could have could have seen a little more out of his par three scoring. You know, only making par there compared to the rest. Yeah, of the it's so tough. <laughs> but no, yeah, sadly, pissed. didn't set didn't set the record for uh, nine hole score. Uh, Corey Pavin at some tournament, I can't remember where, but he shot twenty six. Oh. oh wow! Fun fact for you. Wow, but uh, I think you know. I think all of that speaks for itself. The dude's got all kinds of game. Absolutely. Sharp coming into Augusta, I would feel really good if I was him. I know he didn't get the job mm-hmm. done. But, um, my bogey, other than this being the last year of the WGC match play, uh, was not seeing a Scotty Rory uh, championship. Uh, we've already, I've already been over how much I like Sam Burns and Cam Young, but gosh, that would have been sweet to see like that would, two. Of those, that would have been really good. Three been really cool. In the in the championship match, that would have been awesome. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, we, at least we got to see him in the con- in the consolation match. Yeah, they played Rory one. Sadly, um, they're only playing for a couple for only a, a mil and a half, not three mil. But yeah, right, exactly. It's whatever. <laughs> so they probably didn't care too much. Um, well, I guess I'll I guess I'll take the ball here. So my um, I was kind of grasping straws this week, gentlemen. I'm not gonna lie here. Um, you know, not a lot of creative energy flowing up here in Fultz's brain. Uh, I got to turn. I got to turn the gears on. But uh, but I got some stuff. So my first my first birdie play is uh, is uh, actually kind of a cool stat I think from from the week is every single shot that uh, every single tee shot sorry that Rory hit throughout the week was longer than 300 yards, um, and his range was about 150 yards in between or so a little bit a little bit less than that it's more like 120 because his lowest drive was 302 yards and his longest drive was 420 yards which is absolutely nice. ridiculous um but i thought that was that was pretty cool to to watch but also like kind of read about afterward because he's been making some swing changes and stuff to, to try to add some distance so it seems like it's paying off i mean yeah that, ripped that's ripped on 18 drove it to like unbelievable from like what 370 yeah Roll i was all uh, back Roll the ball back. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, but I was actually watching that, and you know how normally they have like a kind of a um, like dubbed in sound for when you hit the ball, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like the same sound pretty much off the tee, or like they try to get the audio, but it just sounds the same. It literally sounded like Rory shot a gun on the tee. Like it, it startled me. I was sitting here like doing my work, and it, it was so loud that it startled me. Because it wasn't, it did not sound like a normal golf shot. It was yeah, when you're producing that much ball speed, I'm surprised <clears throat> right. those, that face doesn't just shatter on every swing. Right, it's unbelievable. So that was really cool to watch. Um, my my little side birdie for the week was warmer weather in Cleveland. Uh, it seems like, well, I should say up north, really warmer weather up north. So it seems like we're kind of finally coming out of the winter months. Just gets me excited for golf. Um, my bogey play is actually um, very meta and pretty funny. Uh, it's the fact that I don't really actually have a bogey play. Um, I've, going into this, we all knew we were going to have the same bogey play of the Dell. Yeah. You know, there's no more match play. So I was like, you know, my bogey is the fact that I don't have one. So what a great week for golf, honestly. Um, you know, I just got nothing bad to say. Too positive over here. Sorry, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, something had to have gone bad. <clears throat> uh, okay. I could say Sam Burns hitting that dude on, on, Whatever hole that was, I forgot. I got but, smoked uh, on hole yeah, twelve or eleven. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, twelve. Yeah, Sam Burns hits, hits it off the tee a little bit left, and this dude's kind of in the rough. He was like, he was inside, inside of ropes. Road. Yeah, so he was he was kind of wandering around a little bit, but um, yeah, it like it was about an inch and a half from landing on directly on the top of his head, which would have yeah, been it hit bad. off his off the side of his yeah, shoulder. like grazed grazed off his back. 
ish, kind of his shoulder. But um, but yeah, I mean that's talk about a bogey play right there, that, dude. That was and, a good bogey. Come on, man. you won't play one all day. I mean, and on top of that, he was standing three sixty <laughs> out from the tee. Right, you think he'd be safe there, and he got him in yeah, the air, flew it in his think. Ouch! And kicked it almost behind a grandstand, but then um, mm-hmm. it hit a, it hit a tiny little post that maybe had a diameter of like three inches. Yeah, the golf like, ball itself, yeah. and it kicked it back into the back into play. So mm-hmm. just a lot of ricochets and ended up in the same spot, anyways. Yeah, he got lucky. I actually have a. Uh... A little follow-up side bogey. Um, kind of disappointed in Max Homo's performance this week. Um, really genuinely thought that he could take on the Kent State beast, Mackenzie Hughes, and he just didn't get it done. So I'm over here. I'm, I'm in sorrows. Uh, but I just didn't want to say it, all right? I didn't want to say it. Because if yeah. you say it, it's true, okay? Yeah. I didn't want to say it. But now I, I mean, said it, so it's true. We're all big fans of Max here. Uh, it's very rare that I root against him. So go Mackenzie Hughes. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was the first whatever. time I've ever seen you be like, honestly, I don't really want Max Homer to win. <laughs> flashes, flashes can kick rocks. <laughs> they can hit rocks. They can, they can, they can definitely hit rocks pretty well. I mean, let's. You guys just want to get into it. Any, any other comments, concerns from the match play? I think if I were to add one more, um, one more thing is uh, Jason Day's playing some awesome golf. I've called him out on a couple of recent podcasts, just saying he's. How I like how he's trending and how, how much how well he's playing. The dude, Absolutely. from a strokes gain perspective, is second, it, like for all of 2023 behind Scotty. So, um, in terms of he's like the number two ranked player of the year if you just took 2023 into account um, mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. So the the dude is really mm-hmm. playing some awesome golf. I'm really excited to see. It's what no longer night; it's day again. <laughs> the sun has risen. The sun is the sun is up. He is here. <laughs> Um, I do remember. I think that was our first podcast for that you made that. Um, that was like our, our very first segment of the Brady and Bogies, and you were like, "I'm very, very bullish on uh, on uh, Jason Day," and that uh, you know, I'm 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 totally fine just being a witness to your I'm here. You should have bet on that. Honestly. I call I call shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> season long season long FedEx Cup like top ten or something there. Yeah. So speaking of Jason Day, I saw a tweet today. I came over. I think it was from Kyle Porter, maybe, but he mm-hmm. goes. Apparently, there was talks of Jason Day possibly having some ver- struggling with some vertigo during the during the tournament, and he's like, "Jason Day's back." <laughs> uh, Classic Jason Day is back. Oh, Looks like man. nothing has changed. <laughs> All right, let's get let's let's get into it. these segments. I, we got a lot to talk. Yeah, this about. is going to be this I'm is looking gonna be forward really to it. Cool. This is going to be a really cool pod. Um, hey, Mac, but I'm very applicable to what we're coming up on with spring golf. Um, it's going to be a little cold and going to be a little wet from all the snow, all the rain. Um, so today we're going to talk about some wet conditions, some cold conditions, um, and also just how to get back out onto the golf course and just play some some golf and not get too down on yourself. So let's just uh, let's get it started with uh, wet conditions. Like? You want to get it started with wet conditions? Anybody got some some big points they want to make? I'll, I'll kick us off. Um, Before we a couple of points they're they're not all related so i'll just kind of list them out i say like first when it's wet um like the obviously the ball is like going to plug it's going to sit soft um so like you're not going to get any roll on on any shot so you know any any distance that you have you got to especially if the ball's flying in high it's going to it's going to hit and stop 
uh, pretty pretty regular wet conditions. The one caveat that to though is when you're chipping and you're pitching and you're hitting like lower shots. Oftentimes, when it's wet, the ball's first bounce is a skip bounce uh, when it's really wet. So, um, you know, when you're starting to play uh, in, in the spring, I really recommend seeing how chip shots react if, if the greens are a little bit wet. Because um, I think we can all attest to that. Like, uh, you hit a low pitch or a low chip shot, like that first hop is going to skip, and then it, and then there's the spin that's going to come out. So, you know, you may think if my irons and my wedges, like full wedges are just hitting and stopping, like I'm going to hit a chip shot really hard at, at, at the, at the pin and it's going to stop, but that's not always, the, that's not always the case. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think I would now thinking about that. If, are you saying it's wet versus soft from water? Like if the green has maybe like dew on it or it's, you know, it's moist. Yeah, I guess that's that is a distinction. Yeah, soft. I'm saying like, yeah, there's water on the. There's green. moisture. There's moisture there. Like, I guess soft is different than wet. So yeah, good good point. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the thing that I wanted to throw in there too is, uh, kind of going hand in hand. If you're if it's if it's super wet outside, I mean, obviously the entire course is going to be wet. So usually, I don't know about about you guys, but normally when I hit my chips too, I get a little bit more nip uh, because I try to hit more ball first. Because I'm just so afraid of chunking it when it's wet out like that. So I normally get a little bit more ball first. And on those chips, especially that, you know, that first bounce skips, like you said, and then that that spin back might be a little bit more than I anticipated. Um, So it's like just something that you have to think about sometimes when you're when you're chipping on some wet conditions. Yeah, Um, it's a little bit easier to chunk it, too. You know, so you got to be a little bit wary of that. That also introduces the extra spin. So. Really just depends on the shot you're trying to hit, the situation at hand. Also, yeah. oh, go ahead, sorry, Max. I'll uh, I'll add on to that trunk part because that was my big point. That was my big thought when it came to playing in wet conditions. Is it's really easy to when the ground's softer like that, be from all the rain and mm-hmm. snow, it's easier to dig into the ground because it's it's softer. Yep. And mm-hmm. so, like with wedges especially, is that leading edge is so sharp it can go right into the ground and it's usually a steeper angle of attack with wedges is you really want to either focus on shallowing out your swing for wet conditions which is a really big change to make arguably if if, if you're either a steep player or kind of neutral um it, but or really focusing on getting ball first because yeah. being 20 yards right of the green versus hitting it 20 yards in front of you is a very big difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, moving the ball, maybe a little bit back in your stance than maybe where you normally play it. Cause it's wet. Definitely helps to hit ball first. Um, and that's, that's like a huge, that's a huge key. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of going off my second point um, I wanted to make was like really good lies in the rough when it's wet. So let's say it's kind of been sprinkling. It's been rainy. Um, the grass is pretty wet and you have a really good, and you have a good juicy lie in the rough. Um, when it's wet, the ball doesn't spin as much and you're like way more likely to hit flyers out of the rough. Um, so true. So, you know, when you have that perfect lie in the rough, um, really, really keep that in mind that like you could catch a flyer here and it could go 30, you know, 20 yards over the green if you, if you mm-hmm. hear it. So um, I always like to even club down sometimes like, the, you know, all things equal. Uh, I have a flyer lie, you know, a juicy lie in wet, wet uh, grass. I'm probably going to club down and, and expect the flyer because mm-hmm. those things just don't spin and they just fly forever. So 
absolutely. That's um that's actually funny you you mentioned that because um I saw this this video recently of like Phil Mickelson talking to somebody I can't remember if it was a reporter or not but he was talking to somebody about how he plays most of his lies um and like how he kind of yeah, analyzes the lie. Like, this Have has you seen that? Yard of yeah three, right yeah three yards. <laughs> no, granted, like you say whatever you want about Phil Mickelson, but it's undeniable that that was kind of a cool look into you know how he analyzes a lie because it's true. I mean. Like you just said, just adding a little bit of water to the to the rough, even just from a water bottle, will yeah. make that you know come out a little bit as a flyer lie. Um, but I think like it's kind of cool to dive into it even a little bit farther. You know, like if it's a little bit of a you know thicker rough lie, like it's gonna grab the club face a little bit more. If it's so wet, if it's heavy, yeah. you know, there's there's a lot of different things to take into account with regards to like that 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 rough uh, that rough lie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, also I think a big thing is bunkers and i think i mean we could do a whole episode on bunker play look yeah. for that probably mm-hmm. I, I think that's a great one to include um foreshadowing write that write that in the notes somebody write that down uh, <laughs> write that down write that down <laughs> but like especially um when bunkers are kind of compacted they're wet you know they haven't been fluffed up quote mm-hmm. unquote to start the season um i mean how do you guys like to play that i can i can start where I instead of opening up the club face all the way, kind of like for a normal sand shot, I actually like to lower it a little bit, and it's gonna and it'll come out hotter. Close the face a little bit, like yeah, it'll still be open. It'll still be open. It'll be open from square, but it won't be as aggressive as like a normal sand shot. Um, For the most part, obviously, if it's a tight one, you know, short sided pin, it probably will be all the way open. But just understand that when the sand's compacted, it's gonna come out hotter, and it's gonna it might. Does it? I, I don't really think it comes out with more spin. I I would say, yeah, it's, I'd say the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it definitely comes out hotter. Like my my whole thing is like, when I take like a, a relatively full swing on a fluffy bunker, like I I really bring it back relatively far. Um, on like a, I'm I'm really, it, like shortening up my 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 swing because I know the ball is going to come out hotter. I don't have to. I'm not going to be able to get as under it, and on that compacted sand, I would add like. Uh, especially spring seasons, golf courses aren't even in their close to their peak conditions. And the, if the bunkers haven't been raked all year, I don't. I think it's stupid to just hit out of a bunker that's just so so firm that hasn't been touched all year. I, I'm a proponent of, especially early in the season, going out and just hit, like playing nine holes, practicing like let's rake in place. You know, give yourself oh yeah absolutely a chance for to, sure to, mm-hmm. to get some spin on it and like have a little bit of fluff under the under the ball because ninety percent of the season is going to be off of better sand than what you're going to play in, in March and April. So mm-hmm. I like, I like that. And we'll definitely, I definitely want to touch on that more later in the yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, going hand in hand really quick with, with what Max said. Um, I also closed my club face a little bit. It's a little bit more, I mean, it's still, like you said, open to square, but I, I almost hit more of a basic chip shot. Yeah. Um, like my bunker shot swing fully changes. It's, it's yeah. no longer, I'm stance wide open club face wide open this massive hinging swing it's more of just like i now feel at the distance that i have just catch the ball first kind of like a pitch shot that i would have from you know 30 yards in the fairway or something like that um yeah it's almost more like it allows you to kind of avoid that sand you know yeah it's almost more like a like a a, i would say like a a flop shot like a like a kind of kind of like from the first cut of of rough flop shot yeah 
Yep. You just you're you, really trying to like clip the ball. Just clip. Oh, I don't even clip. clip I mean, I still kind of. I still take a little bit of sand first. Yeah, I still take a little yeah, bit of sand. Yeah, I get, I get you just have to understand your club's mm-hmm. not going to go as deep, so you're going to get more club face on the ball, and also the sand's more right. compacted. So I think it come, That's why it comes out hotter. Is it's not. Yeah. There's more force going into it, more weight. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, like the wet bunkers, I think like playing it like a like a, a kind of like a floppy kind of small flop shot out of a, a or a high chip shot out of the first cut yeah. is kind of what yeah. your thought should be. I like that thought. I, I haven't really thought about it like that. But that's that's a good way to summarize it. And, uh, give someone mm-hmm. like a feel. Um, yeah, a picture of feel. Yeah. yeah. I really just think that I'm hitting a pitch shot. To be totally honest. I mean, whatever works for. For you, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like it. It's a little chip. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. I don't think you ever want to hit ball first in the bunker, unless you're out of a fairway bunker. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I think greenside, there always should be sand coming into contact with the club face first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Even, even I think the key is, I think the only thing I would say to that is the, the my key in wet bunkers is I'm trying to limit the amount of sand that I that I actually grab. I think. The less sand I grab, the better. You know, okay. I mean, the closer I, the I mean, that's it, the way I feel it out. Um, it works right. for me, but I mean, if I get too much sand, it's just like I hit a, a brick. You know, it's like it just doesn't mm. go anywhere. You're wet and heavy, you know? and then I, and I mean, I would rather hit it a little bit longer the pin than leave it in the bunker four feet in front of me just because it's it was true. so wet. You know, so my I've always erred on the side of you know catching less sand and more ball and just kind of letting it letting your, your arms do all the work almost in the swing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I, not I, everybody I, operates that way. Ex- yeah, exactly. And I think you probably get a lot of spin out of the bunkers that way too. You kind of yes. hit those like high, those, those high spinners. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's a shot I do need to work on because I do want to be able to spin it out of a bunker. I don't know if it's because my wedges are four years old and they don't have any grooves left on them or because <laughs> I just take too much sand. Um, yeah. But I, I do take a I do like to take a lot of sand too because, or not a lot of sand. I like to hit about an inch behind the ball or a half an inch, right? Um, so that if I do, I I I limit the amount of error I can have. Mm-hmm. So it I'm gonna get about the right shot every time. It's kind of like putting off the fringe, right? Putting versus chipping. Mm-hmm. Your best your worst putt's always gonna be better than your worst chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, we can talk. you that you hit. Let's, uh, you're saying that you hit uh, about an inch. Sorry, really quick. You're saying you hit about an inch behind it in wet conditions too, in bunkers, Mac. Uh, probably not as much. I try and I do get a little closer to the ball in wet conditions, okay. um, mm-hmm. and take less it's sand because because yeah. So if you take if you do go that inch behind the ball in wet bunkers, mm-hmm. you're not your club's not going to go as far down into the sand, so right. you you get more likelihood of bouncing and blading it. Yeah, forty yards over the right. green, which is a no-no. Which is that, okay? That's yeah. a good way to sum it up. Yeah, you're gonna. You guys are both kind of made the same point there, just roundabout ways. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hit a little yeah. closer to the ball. You still want to hit sand first, but you're gonna take a little less sand. You want to hit um, a little bit closer to the ball, so on wet sand. Yeah. So that, that's a good. That's a good summary. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on to, I don't know. I think this is a good transition from it. Kind of ties wet conditions and cold conditions together. Is just being prepared for the conditions uh when you're when you're going out in the spring i think um dressing appropriately bringing rain gear bringing all that stuff like um you want to like limit the amount of things that can negatively affect you and if you're well prepared then that's you know like one excuse that you don't have for the, or, or one one reason 
for to not shoot a low score is because you were well prepared or a, a bad score because you were well prepared. So yeah, I'm it was just Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan said it was the golf's eighty percent between ninety eighty or ninety percent between the ears, and yeah. any if you're prepared, you're not going to be cold. You're not going to be wet. Yep, you're going to be happy. Yep. If you if you get grumpy on the golf course, we've seen it happen with a couple of you here, <laughs> Ben. You're not going to play as well. You, you 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 beat me to it. I, I was about to interject and say, hey, I got a I got a long history of being unprepared on the golf course, whether it's hey, me too, related man. to food, water, just like I have no gloves or I just need an extra layer on top or just something. I'm I'm notorious for being ill-prepared on the golf course i'm so prepared that i bring an extra umbrella to our college golf tournaments because i knew either you or jimmy hinton somebody was going to forget an umbrella and i yeah, you're, you're, I'm, I'm a culprit of having to use that umbrella a couple times <laughs> <laughs> so, i didn't have yeah, a, but, a um, golf i didn't have an umbrella in my golf bag until after college <laughs> so yeah. really quick i had a uh i had a so we had a, a tournament at the college um, and when we were back in college, it was at uh, Worcester Country Club. It was our, you know, the College of Worcester. Our our golf team kind of hosts our own tournament, so it was our it was our our kind of home tournament. Um, and it was I can't remember how exactly you know what the temperature was, but it was absolutely freezing and it was rainy. Um, you know, and you're kind of stuck out there for 18 holes. And this is not only a testament to how much I'm ill prepared, but also a testament to how difficult these wet and cold conditions can be. And this is kind of why we want to talk about it too. Is you know, I shot a night at, at 89 that day in that tournament, which is absolutely Sick. ridiculous. If anybody knows me, 1.4 handicap, like should not be shooting an 89 in a tournament like that. But I didn't have the right stuff. You know, I didn't have my gloves. I had two layers on top that soaked through immediately. You know, I had my hat was drenched. Yep. Um, you know, I had no, no, nothing blocking any wind. Yep. Um, you know, so I was, I was truly out there at the mercy of the conditions. Um, so not only... I think my biggest point with saying that is not only do you have really have to focus on your own game, you know, kind of like you said with Ben Hogan is everything is between the ears, but also, you know, you're, you're, you're battling the conditions, right? You're out there. You got to, every single shot you hit is going to be a little bit different, but also before you even get there, you can shoot a 73 or a 74 before you even arrive by just preparing properly and having the right stuff with you. Yeah. Like I felt like, I felt like I could beat half the field because everyone was going to be miserable and cold. But I was going to be so prepared that, like, it, like half the people were going to mentally check out on the round, and like I could beat half the field just by showing up prepared with, with all the shit I need, um, for sure. I shot no, that, that that eighty nine was fifteenth, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and that was a tough day. We actually that's when I came. Yeah, when I came to that. Oh, uh, we we did we did visit. That was that's what that. we are after we graduated. Yeah. We could watch. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a miserable day. I remember. I remember those conditions. That was, that was, I was yeah, so was glad absolute... I wasn't. I was so glad I wasn't playing. Um, but I will say, so Sucked. obviously be prepared. But if you're not prepared, and you show up to the golf course, you go, "Oh shit, I forgot my rain jacket or my umbrella or hand warmers or extra layers." Yep. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe more with rain, not necessarily cold, but just accept it. You're gonna get wet. Just, yeah. just accept yeah. it, and it's yeah, it. You're like. Three hours, I'm gonna be soaking wet. It's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Oh well, let's go play golf. And after I can go take a hot shower. It's gonna be great. Exactly. And don't so, let don't let the weather get in your head. Don't let the weather affect yeah. you. Like, yeah, you gotta. I like that a lot. Yeah, because that was that's, that was me most thing. of college. Was <laughs> uh, I don't I don't have a rain jacket. All right, I guess I'm gonna get wet. Cool. But also, if, if you accept it, you don't let yourself spiral in those conditions. Exactly. It's all just you know, and I, I gave I gave space. up. 
Right. I gave up. I got to hole seven and I was like, this is terrible. I'm not going to enjoy the next two and a half hours of my round. You know, and I go out and shoot an 89 when I was like plus one through seven or something like that. You know, yeah. it's like you, you avoid that spiral, too, if you're just like, OK, I'm out of here. This is going to suck, but I can at least have a good time while I'm doing it, you know, yeah. or, or try my best to have a good time. Absolutely. I kind of wish I did that more. I think um, being the most prepared member of this group, I think I can probably speak to this the best. Uh, when it's wet and it's raining, the, the most important thing when it's wet and it's raining and you're playing is to keep a towel dry during all of that. And I don't know have how extra you, towels and have extra towels that, yeah, obviously yes, but those towels got to stay dry because your hands have to stay dry too. Right. Um, so what I do, a couple of tips, extra towels in your bags, all the way zipped up. Those are for, I know where for this later. is going. Um, <laughs> what I love to do is if you have an umbrella, I tuck my towel into the umbrella um, so that it, it stays dry and it's all, no matter where I put my umbrella, the towel's always underneath it. And it's always out of the rain. Um, if you're in a well, call, your towel is your towel like shoving a towel, shoving a towel in your glove in like one of the glove compartments. I mean, it's all, that's, that's so key. Like being able to dry your golf ball, being able to dry your hands, being able to, you know, keep a, keep every, keep your grips dry. All, all that stuff is so key. So keeping a dry whoa, towel. Whoa, 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 whoa. Explain this umbrella trick. What do you do? What is you've this black magic? Seen you. You've definitely seen you've, it. So you've seen it. What are you talking? What do you mean that you're putting it in your umbrella? You know, umbrella's open. Umbrella's open. There's like little. There's little spiral. Okay. Little, like, so you do the spokes, right yeah. The thing. Yeah, the spokes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. I leave the towel in between the spokes mm-hmm. of the. It's a great idea. Umbrella. You've seen me. Um, no, I've definitely seen, no. Now that you said it, yeah, I've definitely seen you do it. My my little fancy trick that I'll tack onto that because I this is a cool little little segment that we that we got on is. Um, I lay my towel over top of my bag. Um, so like, you know, they, they all have those plastic covers or whatever, but they're a pain in the ass to put on and nobody uses those. But what I do is I use my towel and I throw it over top of my bag. And then that way water can't drip down. What did I, what did I say? What, what do you mean? We're talking about keeping our towels dry and you're going, no, use it, use it as a cover. If you have an extra towel, you can keep your Yeah, bring a couple extra towels, but. My point is, if you really yeah. want to keep you your, don't have your a bag, bag dry, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't no, have all right, three all right, minutes, if you don't have the three minutes between the a shot steps. to put your bag cover on, to put your cover on, I'm just giving you shit because you should. You, if you're prepared, you're gonna put your bag cover on. And I'm just giving you shit because, but like, it's still a good point. Okay, yeah. no, that was that was in a pinch. Pinch. That's okay. That's okay. I'm I you, I you know every once in a while people shoot planks. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> You know, I tried my best. I'm just trying shooters, to shoot. Shooter, shoot, man. Shooter, shoot. <laughs> and I'm definitely a shooter. <laughs> All right, how about we shoot on over these cool conditions? We keep mentioning them, but I definitely I definitely uh, want to get going on this. Like we mentioned, have a lot of layers. You know, have plenty of layers. Yeah, you can take them off. You can't, put them, you can't pull them out of thin air. So. Damn right. So staying as warm as possible is both good for keeping this – how do I say? Keeping the same swing – not you know not getting tight so you're losing your range of motion because you're already losing range of motion from how from the amount of layers you have on um and also just avoiding injury so staying warm staying loose is a big key in the cold conditions i would say i think uh for me cold weather it's all about my hands staying warm like um the second your your fingers start getting really cold it affects your swing it affects how you you know, your contact with the ball. If I can keep my hands warm, I'm good. 
I'm so like, I don't care if it's cold. Like I just got to keep the hands warm. So, you know, whether it's hand warmers, I love cart gloves or cart mittens. I, fu- I fucking throw my hands in those babies. 90% with of the, the hand warmers. with the hand warmers in there. Yeah. But that's, that's my, that's my cold weather tip. Keep the hands warm. Absolutely. I don't um, know if this, Oh, go ahead. Fools. I was just going to say, I mean, I, I don't have too much to add, but I would say that, I've, the, the key in cold conditions and the, the thing to avoid, I would say, is that that lack of confidence. Um, like Ferrar said when he was talking about kind of cold, getting cold hands. The problem with that is it's not necessarily that you can't grip the club. It just feels like you can't grip the club when you when your hands are freezing cold. So, you know, like keeping your hands warm, keeping your your, you know, your core warm, everything that you need warm in cold conditions is really key for that confidence, though. It'll, it'll let you hit some better shots just simply because you feel better. Um, which I know is a little bit redundant, but I wanted to make sure that that point of confidence was there too. So, can I can I ask both of you guys a question? Um, yeah, sure. Absolutely. All right, it's freezing cold, and you have a long iron in your hand off a off a fairway line. That's kind of a scary shot. Like it's it in cold conditions. It's, it, I find it easy to blade and hit those stingers and freaking rings your hands. Um, mm-hmm. What are your What are some thoughts when you got long irons in hand and it's cold? Because that's a tough shot. It's a good, that's a really good good question. question. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, what I like to do is go to my tried and true shot. So I focus really hard to try and hit a straight ball or try and hit a draw. But I know if I'm back against the wall, gun to the head, I need to hit this shot to this, this long, this long iron on the green. I'm going to hit a 20 yard uh, slice. Like I just, (laughs) that i can leave the face wide open it's gonna go left like yeah, and right. i know i can make good contact with it so the lefty, I mean, over, the lefty over here by the way just for listening mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly so i so that's that's what i would say when it's cold you got a long iron in your hand mm-hmm. go with the shot that you know you can hit and or the shot that you know that you're gonna make good contact on yes mm-hmm. and play yeah for that's it. That was that was pretty much exactly what I was gonna say. Is I I just focus on my form pretty much, um, like my my swing. I really just focus on the swing yeah. and the kind of contact that I'm gonna get with the ball. Um, it, whatever that whatever that entails. I mean, if I have to move it a little bit farther back in my stance, so I really make sure that I get ball first, you know, decent contact, or I take a you know a little bit of a shorter swing, kind of soft my half my back swing or something, in order to just guarantee that I hit. You know, I don't swing out of my shoes toward it, which is yeah. where you really get those bad ringers. Absolutely. But yeah, it's. I would say that's all about the contact and just, you know, yeah. how how you hit the ball. One hundred percent. I loved I loved your your like point there about uh, a shorter swing. I love clubbing up mm-hmm. when it's cold and swinging a little mm-hmm. easier. Like that just to me that's the easy way. Like my three quarter swing is really really good, and I think I make really good contact when I swing three quarters. So. I have to if I have to hit a four iron instead of a five iron or a five iron instead of a six iron, that's fine. And just hit it, yeah, you know, nice and smooth, three quarter swing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great seg- segue into. Do we want to show, kind of yeah, show an example? Let's do it. Let's do it. Sure, it. awesome. Let's do it. This is the first first ever on the Tip It Out Golf Podcast. We're we're going multimedia now. <laughs> we are. We finally have we got our, our first. Ball. We got the. So this yeah. is the normal swing of. Our I want to comment that it's 50 degrees out. And I have a short sleeve shirt on. That's. Uh, I think that's Cleveland in Detroit. That was today. That's today. This is today. But uh, go, please proceed. Perfect. But yeah, so this is so this is our normal swing. If you want to kind of, I'll run it through once or have a stop somewhere. Yeah. No. Run it. Run it through. I think you just want to focus on. Yeah, 
how far I take it back and how far I take it through on my full swing. So I take it probably a little bit to probably parallel, maybe a little bit past. I'm usually a little past parallel sometimes. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit past parallel. A little bit. It's pretty close. Yeah. All right, come on. It's man. in. It's in it. Let's. Let's. It's a great spot. To it's be in a good spot. <laughs> club face is right. The angle of club face is perfect. Your your lead arm is kind of straight. Yep. Wrists are have a nice hinge to them. You're posted up on that back leg. It's just that's a that's a picture perfect. Dude, thanks, man. That, right there. That, is, that is very. He's nice. been. He's been. You've been grinding this winter. I also like I – w- I will point out, too, this is a – you've stopped at a perfect time. I like how your chin is touching your shoulder there, too. Yeah. You're really like – you're really getting that reach, but it's not so far that it's kind of like, you know, twisting your head with it. Like sometimes yeah. when I'm over-swinging, it kind of brings my whole Ooh. body with it. I like that. You notice that? Like if you see yeah. – that was – Tink, you you like hit that yeah. that mark and you knew to go. I think know? that's that's a full turn, right? Like uh, anything past mm-hmm. that is is too much. But you know, right? Yeah, right when that shoulder hits the chin, that's that's pretty full turn there. That's a, that's a yep. good. And and having that shoulder yeah. hit the chin to, or having your chin hit your shoulder too, also kind of indicates that your head's not moving, that you're staying in the correct posture. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not shifting. Yep. So and, and then you're also as, staying and tall. Then, yeah. And then so then as you can see through that through swing, you're bringing it all the way around. It's just a full swing. You're just releasing the club. Yep. You're not mm-hmm. trying to do anything special. Nope. Classic, very classic full swing here. And now mm-hmm. we'll go to the so let's let's picture here. Let's let's set the scene. So obviously yep. you're wearing a short sleeve shirt here. But well, let's it's pretend first, it's cold and into the wind, maybe. Yep, or, cold into the wind or something. Yep. You're mm-hmm. trying to hit a little knockdown. You got a lot of layers on, so you can't get a full turn. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll go one once through here. And this ideally is this ideally is going to be a little bit more of a tried and true shot, like Mac was talking about, right? Yeah. Like this is the shot that you yeah. you fall back on. That's going to be, you know, I know that I can hit this really solid. You know, For I sure. know that this this ball is going to hit the center of the club face. So yeah. if you yeah, if you take it to the top, it's a little bit shorter. I'm definitely not to parallel, or maybe in my eyes, I'm not to parallel, but in everyone else's eyes, maybe I'm right at parallel, right? So a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. a little bit shorter backswing, um, and then go ahead and go through. And then what I'm trying to do is I'm controlling the height and spin of my golf ball by shortening my backswing and shortening my follow through by doing that just compared to a full swing where I take it all the way back and I take it all the way through, it's going to come out lower and it's going to come out with less spin. And if it's cold, if it's windy, really, really good way to um, just manage those conditions. Cause um, mm-hmm. you start hitting those high, high full swings when it's windy and cold, you know, you bring in the skull, you bring in the, let the wind affect it more. And that mm-hmm. by controlling my, my takeaway and my, and my follow through, that's going to help lower the spin, lower the trajectory. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'll tack on here. I know I keep saying it, but I was here when you hit these shots and I was listening to them. The contact that you got was so much more solid on this, on this sawed off swing right here. Like mm-hmm. You, you genuinely, and I, like I said, I know it's a little bit redundant, but you you hit the ball right in the center of the club face, and I think that really comes from that that sawed off finish. Whenever whenever I do that in my swing, it's it's always you know got some great contact. Well, that, well, that sawed off finish because I think the, the key, the biggest key to the sawed off finish is my weight mm-hmm. on my follow through. So if you can just kind of like go through my follow through and yes. just look at how in balance uh, all the way through, all the way through. Like right there, I'm so balanced in my weights mm-hmm. all the way forward. And I could just, I could sit there for 30 seconds to a minute, it just, just posing like that, right? Because my balance yeah. is so good. I think, yeah, I think for some, for whatever reason, the sawed off finish, when you like really try to finish right, right out in front of you, just gets mm-hmm. your balance and your weight 
in such a good spot. Um, can't that's like my that's favorite. Um, that's my favorite drill with new new golfers is just like let's mm -hmm. hit. We're gonna hit half swings, and your goal is your, for your hands to finish right there. Like and, yep, and you're absolutely. Finish. So um, that's the same thing I do when I'm when I'm struggling too with my swing is like you know everything's just kind of out of sync or what anything something's going on within that swing. I will go to the range and I'll hit seven irons, a hundred yards and just mm -hmm. work on that weight shift and yeah, just timing it. And just that little quarter swing, even just yep. timing everything back up and getting everything back in sync. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I noticed that I had a little, I was telling for her about this a couple of weeks ago when we went to the range, I have a little bit of a reverse C where I kind of, you know, how far with that sawed off swing was kind of leaning over top the ball almost on his way through. I was kind of exaggerating that a little bit where I was really leaning over and I was falling into the ball almost mm -hmm. like it was just, I was, I had zero balance. Right. So when I was, you know, trying to work on that, my one swing thought was through the target, right? Like through, keep pushing through the target line, really yeah. lock your hands all yeah. the way out in front of you, you know, or like, like really stand up tall when you're through the ball. Like when you're, when you finish your swing and your hands are straight right. out, like you're both pointing at the target, like you feel at least the feeling of it, yep. is like your mm -hmm. chest and your hands are both pointing mm -hmm. through the ball at the target. Yeah. I always yeah, feel like, like I, I always feel like I'm trying to kind of fist bump the target almost, you know, like I'm pushing my, my knuckles yep. straight toward the target line as far as I possibly can. I'm reaching out and trying to grab it. Um, and like, like you said, everybody, like everybody said, honestly, is that it just emphasizes that weight shift there. Um, and it, it totally fixed my swing, and you know now I'm, I've been striking my irons recently just with that swing thought. So definitely, definitely was a big change. But I love that that sawed off swing. It's such an easy one to go back to all the time, even when it's not bad weather out. Like I'm just playing normally, and I can't hit oh, an iron yeah. to save my life or something. Oh, not I'll even go to the that. range, just hit hit ten to just you know get the feel back. Even even on a perfect day, I still hit sawed off. I still hit sawed off mm -hmm. irons. I, mm -hmm. I very rarely hit a full iron on the golf course. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it just, just why, you know, is yeah, it, it's yeah. not a, don't try and alpha male anybody by mm -hmm. trying, Oh, I can hit my seven iron 180, 190. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm going to go hit it. And then you come up 20 yards short or you swing too hard and you don't know where the ball's going. It's just why, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, very good shot to be able to pull out too in these in these spring conditions that we're talking yeah. about. And when it's, you're hitting when you're hitting knockdown sawed off shots well, you're mm -hmm. you're playing good golf. Like that's that's yeah. kind of no when yeah. you know when your swing's good. And like I mean, I won't lie, like part of it does kind of suck. You want to sit there and hit that pitching wedge, you know, 162 yeah. yards. Yeah, like you were <laughs> at the same time, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, pull out an eight iron, you know, soft this little this little shot and drop it five feet to the pin, you know, and, and nobody's gonna dispute you. You know, nobody knows. You know, it's, there's no pictures on a scorecard. Like, nobody knows how you got Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Oh, know. my. Uh, the, the perfect example. I was playing with some of my buddies. I was playing with my roommate and some of his buddies. We were playing at Detroit Golf Club. And we had a – what was it? It was 129, you know, not a long par three at all. Kind of elevated green, but it was dead into the wind. They're all hitting pitching wedge nine iron. Mm -hmm. I hit seven iron. Full and they go, what, you know, and, and they didn't, they didn't get it to the green. You know, they were in the front bunker, mm -hmm. or they were just short. And I hit it, you know, pin was tucked in the front, maybe three paces, four paces on, and I mm -hmm. hit it to the middle of the green, maybe five, five paces past the pin. Yep, nice. And mm -hmm. they, and they're like, what, what you hit there? And I go, seven iron. And I go, yeah, dude, I hit a pitching wedge. I'm like, <laughs> yeah i hit That's probably like, while you're in the bunker man <laughs> i hit a one quarter seven iron it stayed below the wind it mm -hmm. 
you know, it, it was an easy yeah. shot. I knew what I was doing. I made good contact. Perfect contact. Spin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. don't try and elf. Don't try and like, you know, hype yourself up or, you know, yeah, be the do, biggest guy. Don't try group, to do right? too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Especially in spring. Especially yeah. in spring. There you go. So, so yeah. So like any, any keys, to, any keys to playing golf in the spring? I, I mean, I have a few, um, but I think, um, I would like to hear what you guys our thoughts are like what you like to do in in the spring when you're just getting back out on the golf course. Yeah. Um mm. I think you know you've been working maybe in the winter hitting the sim hitting the range and I think the spring is the time that you begin to implement maybe if you made a swing change from trying to pick up the distance in the off season or you know, whatever or if you're just coming in raw like um I think spring golf's all about just like finding your game again you know, implementing those swing changes, it's not going to happen overnight. They're not, you're not going to go out right away in the spring and shoot these really good numbers. Um, I think it's, uh, it's just all about finding the feel again, finding your, finding, you know, how those changes are, are going to play on the, on the course this year. So yeah. uh, I, think and I think it's like a revamp. We're getting ready for summer. You know, it's like, it's like warm up. It's like preseason. Yeah. And I would, yeah. I would argue, I would like to just add to that implementing new swing changes is it's not like you, you want to be focused on every shot and that you're executing what you were doing or what you were working on in the simulator or at home. And you're not just swinging to swing and you're not reverting back to those bad habits. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you have to be proactive in implementing a swing change on the course. Mm-hmm. And don't, and don't like, like you hit, you hit two bad swings or you hit a couple bad swings. You have one bad nine holes in the spring. Like don't, don't re- re- resort back to the old swing, you know, Mm-hmm. you know still stick with it you're doing the right things probably and, you know you're working on the right things stick with it you're not going to shoot really good runs probably in the spring right away so yeah mm-hmm. i would say um probably my what i like to do i mean spring conditions are i would say some of the most fun golf you can possibly play in your life um it's just it's prime scoring conditions most of the time you're going to be playing right after the rain it's going to be very wet like we've been talking about today um so what I like to do is just use the opportunity to just practice new shots in all honesty. Like it's not some conditions you're going to get when you're sitting in a simulator over the winter. So, you know, there's, there's golf is a great game because you're always going to be learning new stuff when you go, you know, you're always going to learn something new every time you go play golf. So I think I try to utilize the spring as a time to get me really confident over the ball. Right. I just want to feel good going into the summer. Like, like Ferrara said, and like you said, Mac too, but at the same time, I'm going to utilize the opportunity to kind of practice hitting a couple shots that I, you know, maybe hit over the winter or maybe didn't try to hit over the winter either way. But now there's an opportunity to drop the ball, you know, 15 feet from the pin, you know, and it just sticks there instead of rolling all the way off the back of the green. So, like, there's the, the conditions, in my opinion, are, are more of a kind of a, a holistic course view. Like the way that I approach the course is completely different than, than anywhere else. Um, so that's what I like to, I like to go out there and get that experience, you know, just see, see how the ball reacts, start learning all this stuff. And then that kind of in tune also helps me with my summer golf too, because I'll be like, Oh, well, I know that, you know, this ball is going to land exactly on, on, you know, pin high and it's probably going to roll over the back of the green. Okay. I'll go down a club or just something like that. It just, Get you feeling comfortable over the ball. I think that's the key yeah. in the spring, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And the, yeah, the only thing I'd add to those two is just having fun. Um, yeah, always have fun. Just, uh, yeah, we exactly. Like always, fun. always, no matter what round you're playing, and you could be 
been the final group of the Masters on Sunday. And but it's just go out there and have fun. You're playing a game you love, um, mm-hmm. but have fun practicing. So you know, make it <sighs> focused practice. <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Back. But it's man, focus practice is back. It's never gonna leave. No, nope. but just have fun. It's <laughs> gonna be our motto. That's our motto right there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then also the other thing I would add is greens. Uh, greens are not always gonna be as pure as they are in the summer. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're just coming out of yeah. frost, and they're they're not maybe not had time to cut or roll them or anything like that. So they're gonna be That's bumpy. They're not gonna be. You're not gonna get good roll out of them. So I would say don't worry about scoring per se or don't worry about, Oh, I'm not making any putts, right? I'm not making any putts from six to 10 feet. It's like, no, well, you're not. Cause the ball's going every which way it's not actually taking the break. I think mm-hmm. it's important to focus on, are you starting it online or on the intended line? And are you putting a good roll on it? And by good roll, I mean, the ball's going end over end. It's not popping and jumping right off the club face. Yeah. It's, it's getting on the ground quick and it's going end over end. And it's not wobbling. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the only thing no, you know, right? is, is the start line, like the line of trying to get this started on and I'm going to try to put a good roll on it. And then in the spring, mm-hmm. the ball is going to bounce. It's going to bump, hit bumps and shit. Um, so I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's a, that's a great point, especially, you know, the I mean, spring golf, those, those greens do just, it's like Plinko. You're kind of, you're just taking a, a you're hitting and hoping in all honesty, it's a complete yeah. guess. So that's a that's a great point to focus on. You know, don't don't beat yourself up if you miss yeah. five, you know, five footers in a row. Like it's not <laughs> you're not you're not you're not gonna be pouring them in from everywhere. So and I think but that yeah. should also that should also give you the confidence then in the in the in the summer golf, you're like, oh, okay, now the conditions are nice. Now I like I know my line here. Let's let's make this putt, you know. I that, yeah, there's nothing absolutely. that's gonna stand in my way, you know. Yep. I think uh going back to one of the points you made made uh Ben was kind of like you hit some shots in the simulator and probably didn't get to hit all all the different shots that you're going to hit around the course uh, in the simulator, like going going into the spring. So I think mm-hmm. big ones are like chips and pitch shots. Probably didn't get to practice those at all uh, over the mm-hmm. winter. So spend a little extra time dropping a couple balls around the green, hitting some chips and some pitch shots in the spring. Yep. Get that feel back early um, is huge. Um, yeah, that's totally agree. Yeah. Spring golf is an interesting time. It's super fun. You know, there's, there's scores to be had, but also there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun, you know, you just mess around, just get wet. Getting back, getting back out, man. Getting, getting Honestly, I liked, I like two things. I liked Ferrar. I liked what you said, calling it the preseason. Cause mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's, that's the perfect really way to describe it. It's like, you're kind of getting a feel for what's going to happen in the summer, but ultimately it has no effect on what's happening in the summer. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change. Yeah. Yep. And then the other thing I would add is I experienced this last last summer or last spring kind of uh, when I was a mem- when being a member at the club and, you know, kind of people, all my friends that I had developed friendships with through that summer of golf and who I started to play golf with all the time. It was so exciting to come back out to the golf course and see oh, them yeah. in the spring. And I'm just like, you know, I don't really hang out with them all that much outside of the golf course. Sadly, mm-hmm. I, you know, I should go get some drinks or something, but you know, we live all over. It's hard. And so, but going back to this, this place that we all love and cherish and just a sport that we're completely addicted to is just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great experience. It's so much fun. 
So. so really, really quick, I wanted to add on that because that's a that's a great point. Like it's it's the time when, you know, everybody's coming back. It's like the I don't know, it's a re- little reunion. You know, we're back, finally back. Um, what I wanted to throw in there really quick was because uh, I'm actually going through this process now myself. Um, most of the time, uh, golf tournament, your local golf tournaments uh, registration period opens around about March 15th ish. It might change per area, but. It usually happens around this time for spring golf. So if you are, you know, a listener who's who's big into maybe playing in some, you know, some amateur tournaments uh, in your local area, just keep in mind that that registration opened recently. Um, granted, maybe everybody already knows that, but I'm kind of new to it, so I figured it would be a nice little thing to throw in there. No, like, absolutely. Hey, That's and you know, make sure that you're staying on top of that, so you don't miss pressure. The play <laughs> pressure makes diamonds. If you want to get better at golf, you got to put yourself under pressure. That's where you know your game's at is under pressure. Mm-hmm. Everyone can go shoot 79 with their buddies with a couple of beers, but can you go shoot 79 when you're counting every stroke, you know, mm-hmm. playing every hazard correctly and every OB correctly? Can you go shoot mm-hmm. you go break 80 under those conditions? That's that's with no the, reloads. With no, no reloads. Yeah, no actually, actually, I would say the real question is can you go out there and remember every single rule that you completely forgot over the <laughs> over the winter? <laughs> hey, another another tip. Straight out of the straight out of the bag. Put keep a rule book in your bag, or have your phone ready with the rule book. Sure, tournament. Come on, I'm not five years old. Dude. Seriously, yeah, you kind of look like it. I do. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, come on, I got a little mustache. I like it. I see a little shadow there. It's gone tonight. It's gone tonight. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any, any closing thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, I love all you listeners. Thanks. Uh, thanks for giving us. Uh, your ear, and uh, and we'll see you next week. Masters awesome. two weeks, baby. Let's go. Hey, oh, oh, speaking yeah. of the Masters, I saw this. I, I just remembered last year at the end of the Masters, I saw, I was like, oh, George Spieth winning the next year. The Masters is on Easter. Yeah, East, Masters Sunday yeah. is on Easter. George Spieth the past few years has won on Easter. The George Spieth. I locked the it in George a year Spieth's ago on DraftKings. Locked God's it in a year ago time. on DraftKings. God's chosen <laughs> golfer. It's it, it, it's it's it biblical time. at this point. It's canon. It's canon. Yeah, I like if that. He, if he wins oh, this I've year, been... that's three. You know, that's three Easter wins. I mean, that's the three's a magical number in the Bible, right? <laughs> Don't worry, I've been planning this all out. I've been saying it's, it was Jordan Spieth's time for the last like four tournaments that he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, he'll he'll play well on day one. I'll be like, it's his time. He's winning this one. He's doing. He's going all the way. And he gets and he gets cut. <laughs> like, thanks, dude. Nice, sweet. All right, cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, everybody.